hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we have uh, one of the uh, premier bass anglers, uh, at least um, he'll tell you so. We have Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine. Mark, the last time we talked, uh, apparently Bass Angler Magazine is being, uh, uh, let's just say, kind of incorporated with some, some bigger people that came in and offered you a whole bunch of money. So now you get to devote your whole time to fishing and writing. It's, uh, it's, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more, more of a, a partnership agreement between uh, Scout Media and, and Bass Angler, where we can bring, we'll be able to bring the readers a lot more information, you know, a lot, a lot bigger platform, a lot more stuff on the web, and, uh, you know, and, and uh, better articles. Better mm-hmm. more articles and out to more people. So it should be good for everybody. Well, I think that it's getting to be that time of the year again. Uh, that our people are interested in more and more interested in getting out on the water. Even our friends in the colder climates are probably able to, you know, to uh, snuggle the show off and get out on the lake now too, if they want to. Yep. There's a few places that are still frozen over, but there's a lot of them, uh, you know, that, that have thought out that, you know, you can fish and the fishing is actually getting really good. You know, the bass fishing is getting really good across, you know, all the Western United States, Southern mm-hmm. United States. You know, the fish have spawned way down south. All the fish have spawned, and they're already done, and they're kind of in their summer patterns where, uh, you know, once you once you kind of figure them out and start catching them, um, you know, it should stay like that for a couple months. So you should have a look forward to a good okay. couple months of uh, really solid fishing. Okay, well, we're going to come back and start in the program. We've got some great stuff going on, but we're going to have to take a quick break. But uh, we have Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine, which is, is it BassAnglerMag.com? Is that right? It is, BassAnglerMag.com. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, make sure that you actually, if you want to log on now while we're talking and you find out more about it, but we're going to be right back with you with Fish Talk Radio. Thanks, Mark. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. 
The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISH-RAP. That's 877-F-I-S-H-R-A-P. If you're looking for a magical and unique gift for someone special, look no further than the skies above you. Santa Barbara Soaring specializes in glider rides, making memories that last a lifetime. Experience Santa Barbara, the San Inez Valley, and Central Coast with the silence of soaring. Purchasing a gift certificate is just a couple of clicks away. Visit SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Pick your ride and the certificate will be sent directly to you just in time for the holidays. Let Santa Barbara Soaring help you provide the gift they'll never forget. SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Want to make your drive more exciting? It starts with Shell V Power Premium Gasoline. It's Ferrari's choice for improved performance. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. The result is the kind of performance that gives you more excitement behind the wheel. Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline today and let the excitement begin. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and with us today is our uh, co-host. We have Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine, and we also have on right now, we've got uh, Clay Norris back on from uh, Berkeley Fishing Line. Uh, among other things, but we talked a little bit about lines last time you were on, I don't know, a month or, or so ago, Clay, but, you know, we could spend the whole show every time and still not learning enough, and we, uh, so we'd like to uh, say thank you for joining us, and let's see how much information we can get out of you. Well, I'm glad to be here today. Thanks, both of you guys. Hey, Clay. Uh, hey, how are you doing? Good, good. Well, you know, I had a, I had a question for you. Or a, yes, a, I guess a question or a statement. You know, I was. Uh, we just did a, a article with uh, Fletcher Shyrock, one of your one of your guys. Yeah, and we did one on punching. You know, and he was talking about punching and the kind of line that you use when you punch yes. that you want a smoother braid, so yes. it doesn't make so much noise going through your through your guides or when it's going through a mat. Um, it, you know, so it doesn't spook the fish. So I thought that might be something that we would want to touch on that, that I think that other people or anglers, you know, don't even think about when you're using braid, 
you know, you think of that going through your guides and it going, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, kind of a, like a ratchet through the guides. But, you know, if it's quiet and smooth, you know, you can catch a lot more fish that way. So. Yeah, and, and that's that's a good point, Mark, because what we've got is a, a braid called Trilene braid now, and it is our, our finest braid we've ever made. And, and I had mentioned probably before how a braid is constructed, that it's bundles of fiber and it looks like a little rope under a microscope. And if you right. could use more bundles, smaller bundles, and uh, weave them together tighter, you can make that miniature rope really smooth, like the difference between a sailor's rope that would be used that's cleatable and like a rope you would use to tie a bundle together. You know, that kind of rope is uh, rough. Clay, Clay, is that the one, I think it was a different term that I heard, but is that the one that's a microfiber, but it's almost fused into, it looks, when you look at it, it almost looks like a mono? Um, that's Nanofil, okay, and right. uh, Nanofil's an awesome line, but it's not for this particular okay. application that, that Mark brought up. Um, you're going to want a braid with a bigger diameter. You're going to want one like a, uh, a 40 to a 65-pound braid for that type of application um, because you're using some pretty big jigs and lures, and, and you're punching through these mats. And a, a, a four-carrier braid, like some of our competitors, is rougher. And, and it's an advantage if you're wanting to cut through weeds. Like, like our Fireline product is great for slicing through weeds because it's aggressive, it's a little rough, and uh, it, it acts like a saw. But that same sort of type of, of braid is not going to be good for the punching because, like Fletcher said, it, it's, it makes noise. And it can't slip by the lily pads or whatever. And that's what Trilene braid would do for you because it's an eight-carrier, very round, very smooth construction braid with a coating on it that kind of fills in the rest of the gap. So when you, when you, it, it feels very round and smooth, but it has diameter more like a, a 10-pound, 12-pound, 15-pound mono, which, which you'll need for those larger lures. Right. So, so for the listeners... You'd want to use like the trilene braid for punching and and flipping and things where your line is going down through the weeds, um, and then for like frog fishing, you would want to use something, uh, you know, like the more coarse type braid that, you know, because because you're actually you're on top of the water, it really doesn't matter. It's not going through. And when you get a fish up, locked up in the in the weeds, you'd want a braid that's a little more aggressive that you could pull the fish out of. Exactly. And then if you were fishing a lake like I, I got to go one time to a BASS event down at Lake Okeechobee in Florida, and they have a lot of just uh, cattails and grass and stuff at the side, and you're casting into it, and then you're wanting to pull the fish back out. Well, right. a more aggressive braid is, is perhaps better for that because it'll, it'll act like a weed eater, where a smooth braid may not quite as much. I mean, it's still no stretch, and, and it'll work fine, but but the smooth, smooth braid is what you want to punch through the lily pads and so okay. forth. And that's what we would have in Berkeley, Trilene braid or some, a product like in Spiderwires, uh, another brand that uh, we're very familiar with. And it, there's a braid called Invisibraid there, um, or Ultracast braid that also is an eight-carrier. Wow. <laughs> that, uh, you got to run to keep up with you guys, but... It's very exciting. Now, you, we did mention nanofill, so why don't you just real quickly go over what that is. Yeah, nanofill we engineered for spinning reels. Um, spinning reel fishing is different. Um, you, you need 
to have uh, the, the techniques that you use with spinning reels a lot of times employ lighter lures. That's one of the points of those. It's, it's hard to throw a light lure on a bait cast reel. So people that are, that are throwing lighter lures and lighter presentations like spinning reels. And now we've got a product that, to your earlier point, John, it feels like a monofilament. It looks like a monofilament, but it's made out of the same material that the braid is. So it's, it's three times as strong as a mono at the same diameter. And we make nanofill on purpose. It, we believe, from what research we have, that it is the thinnest diameter line at the pound test that we say it is. So, and it does break, indeed, at that pound test at the polymer knot. So because it's so thin and because it's so smooth, it casts further than any other line we know of, about 50% further than monofilament of the same break strength. So you get Whoa, tremendous casting lot. distance. Wow, that's huge. It is. Well, it's something, a huge something else with uh, a line like the nanofill, when you do cast that 50% further, you need a line that when you set the hook, it's going to set the hook in a fish. If you're using uh, just like your standard mono, it, it probably has you know, 15 mm-hmm. to, to 30% stretch. So when you set the hook on a fish, you know, at the end of your cast using mono, um, you're, it's kind of all by luck that you happen to get the hook into the fish. When you're using a line like, like the nanofill, when you set the hook, it's positive no matter how far it's out there. So you get a lot better hook set and a, a better chance of getting the fish in a boat. Yeah, that was a tremendous point, Mark. I mean, it, it, you, have, you have a very positive contact at a very long distance. And when you think about a line potentially stretching 10 to 30 percent, uh, and you're already, let's say, 100 feet out there, I mean, that's three feet, right? I mean, that's, that's yeah, a pretty, yeah. big, pretty big difference. <laughs> that's a lot of reeling before you even get through the stretch. Exactly. So, well, yeah, I think that a lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. I mean, braid has really revolutionized uh, spinning rod fishing, you know, cause, because it, it its tendency to uh, be limp and not hold memory, the yep. low stretch and the small, the small uh, diameter with the same, you know, with the high pound test rating, it really is revolutionized fishing. All you, I mean, really all you need to do is if you're drop shotting or something else is just tie on a, you know, a six or eight eight foot fluorocarbon leader and you're set and mm-hmm. yep. you know it's nice about that that kind of line is that you don't have to change it very often nope and, and i remember when i moved to iowa from oklahoma as a younger man you know 17 years ago and i had a friend introduced me to just jig fishing for walleye casting at night at a bridge and i was used to monofilament i was a bass fisherman my granddad taught me to set the hook really hard because of just what you said. It's because of the stretch, the slack, stiffer rod. You had to set the hook really hard. So I'm missing all these walleye bites the first time with Fireline because I feel the fish and I have this reaction to want to jerk his lips off, and I probably did, <laughs> you know. And I, I learned, my friend said, Clay, just reel through it. It'll hook itself. And that's exactly what happened. You would just, you would feel that walleye pick up. You just keep reeling and it would, it would set the hook on the fish. It was incredible. Uh, Clay, I don't know how it happens. I said we needed a whole hour to talk to you, but we're getting close to that uh, for this segment right now. Uh, and we, this time we did get to concentrate at least a little bit on bass and fresh water. And I know that you've got some other ones we're going to have to bring you back with uh, your new floral problem we want to talk about. And if somebody wants information, I assume that Berkeley has a, a site someplace they can check this out. 
Yes, indeed, and we refreshed it uh, just recently. It's, it's www.berkeley-fishing.com. Berkeley-fishing.com. Perfect. Thank you, Clay. We'll be talking to you soon. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at Costa Baja Resort. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. I was fishing last Friday on a lake in Mississippi in the humid summer heat On a boat with my best friend Cletus who was sleeping in the back seat. Well the bites were slow and we were running low on chips and Gatorade it's been a long, hard day. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we have Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine. And I'm pulled over to the side of the road at a restaurant someplace. I think we have Rick 
Petri from the Fish Hound. Rick, thanks for coming and joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, John. Rick, it's been hey. a while since we've had you on, but uh, I, I, I'll just say something, and I think it'll speak for itself. Fishtalkradio.com. Uh, um, hopefully we've got a lot of people tuning in because you can go there anytime and listen to the show we're doing today. Actually, you can probably tune it in um, right after the show if you, if you missed it, uh, or you can download it in many different places. But we have a uh, section there, like most fishing um, programs would have, is for fishing reports. Well, we found it real easy. All we need is fish hound. That's all we got because it covers everything. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, we do. We cover uh, about 2,800 waters across the country. Um, all those waters are covered by uh, our pro staff of guides, outfitters, and shops that are on the water every day, and they, they try and hook our, uh, our our site visitors up with the latest and greatest so they know where to go, when to go, and more importantly, mm-hmm. what to throw when they get there. Well, what I, what I think is really cool, if Mark, I don't know how familiar you are with it, but uh, Rick, yes, he, he enjoys fishing. But he didn't come from a background of being an angler. Uh, he he approached it from you know kind of a different perspective, and he wanted to put together starting fresh with a website that would give the information to anglers for whatever they need. And it's kind of a, a a different concept. I don't think there's anybody else doing what you're doing. Want to give a, a little bit of elaboration on that? Yeah, sure. You know, you go to most sites, and it's you know it's a day in the water. They tell you how it was and what was going on, but we try to take it a little bit of a step further. And, you know, what we do with our reports is we allow our members as well as our pro staff to not only just tell you about the day on the water, but tell you about each and every catch. That allows us to build this database of catches so that we can tie everyone's catch to water conditions, weather, time of year, and then serve up the five most popular or most successful lures and baits on each body of water. So that Mm. if I'm going to Gunnersville in May, I know that, you know, over the history of time, the, you know, most people are either winning tournaments or catching fish on crankbaits, fishing the bird structure or something to that effect. Or, you know, I can look at the fish counts and I can see, you know, how the boats are performing and what they're using in terms of bait. And that's one of the things we wanted to do is be able to serve up this predictability measure so that you know, people can have more fun when they do go out in the water. Yeah, and, that's great. Well, the other thing, uh, obviously, Mark is interested in bass fishing. He yeah. does he does more than that, and uh, we're going to talk more about that. Mark, about getting you, uh, we still talk about getting you down to Baja. We're going to do that uh, sooner or later. Rick uh, was able to uh, take advantage of that uh, a few months ago, and I think that... Uh, that that I think that kind of turned him around as far as fishing in Baja, didn't it, Rick? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I can't. I'm not going to lie to anyone. I I had never been uh, fishing in Baja, and I had the experience of a lifetime. In fact, I still show people those pictures. I mean, I had the opportunity to catch a 95 pound rooster fish. Uh, I caught dorado and marlin, and it was nothing like I'd ever experienced before. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been out on some of the boats at some of the landings here in Southern California. And I've been, you know, some of the lakes, but nothing really quite measured up to the experience I had when I was fortunate enough to go down to Baja. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll get you down there some more. But the uh, it, it is easy. I know you can just go to the website, and you've got a couple of other, uh, if you become a member, do you want to explain that real quick? Because I know that you can do some things other than just get uh, information. Yeah, sure. I mean, 
you know, we started out as a fishing report website, and that's really our content hook. You know, join, pick your favorite waters, and anytime something great is happening on the water, we'll email you and let you know. But really what Fish Hound is, it, it, when, it, when it boils right down to is we're a platform that introduces new and innovative products to our community of members. We allow them to interact with that product and then create and share their own stories with other members so that we can make more informed buying decisions. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that commerce has changed and the way people make purchases have changed. And as consumers, we have the ability to pick and choose the brands that we choose to support. And as members of Fish Hound, we give you the opportunity to make those decisions and shape other people's decisions with care and thought. So when you join the site, it's kind of like frequent flyers. You earn points, <laughs> you earn points for everything yeah. that you do. Yeah. Once you're in those points, you redeem Great. them and we send you okay. free products. Uh, well, Rick, we're going to let you continue on the way. I know that you're, you've got, uh, you're doing a family weekend trip and we don't want to keep you too long, but we appreciate you coming in. Haven't had you on for a while. So, uh, we appreciate, yeah, appreciate that it. tip. And then, uh, again, uh, you know, Mark is, uh, has a lot of information about bass angling, and if that's if that's what you're looking for, go to BassAnglerMag.com, and you can also go for anything else. We'd like you to go to, uh, 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 <coughs> excuse me, fishhound.com. Fishhound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, thank you, stuff, thank you, Rick. By the way. All right, thanks, go guys. Have All a great right. weekend. And it's just, it's just it. fishhound.com, right? You got it. Real easy. Okay, thanks. All right. Okay, Mark. I believe that we're going to get a report now. Hopefully, it's Heather from Lake Shasta, and I'm sure you're familiar with that lake. Uh, Heather, do we have you on the line? I'm here. There you are. We knew you'd be there. Well, <laughs> can always uh, count on me. Well, it's that it's that time of the year, and I'm sure that you've got a lot of people that are looking in the next uh, week or two weeks, or hey, you know, even if you know if you wanted to take your your mother out uh, in in May is traditional to do that. But Shasta is such a beautiful part of the world. You're so lucky. And you've got the lake, obviously, but there's so much more around it. But the focus, I think, is the lake itself and the accommodations that you have there. So give us a quick idea what you do have. Yeah, I mean, it's coming up to that time of the season now. It's getting into May. Um, And like you said, Mother's Day is a great time to bring your mom out. Um, There's plenty of campgrounds that we have. We have multiple um, campsites that are open now. Um, in the last couple of weeks, we've been trying to get up and running on them. And uh, it's a great time to come out, um, you know, run a houseboat, go do some fishing. Um, you know, moms love to be on the lake just as much as we all do. So it's a great opportunity to do so. And uh, the accommodations that you now that you what is actually the organization that that you guys are affiliated with the marina is the I know you're part of Cal Parks but you also uh, if someone wanted to go to your website what would that be um, for our website well you can look on uh, we have ShastaLakeCamping.com okay um, that's a great place to to look around and see what we have out there at Shasta Lake in particular mm-hmm. so I have a great Facebook page that we update um, there you go. with pictures and. Um, special events that are going on. We have mm-hmm. multiple fishing tournaments out here. And then also a great place to go is uh, recreation.gov. Um, that's a great place that shows all of our campsites that we have available, oh, as well perfect. as cabins and tours and, uh, you know, over 20 or 200 facilities. So it's nice. Okay, but that covers more than Shasta Lake then. Correct, correct. Okay. It does. And what was that again? I don't think of it. Is recreation.gov? Recreation.gov, yeah. Oh, perfect. That's an easy one. Even I can remember that. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, of course, Mark wants to know if there's any bass in Lake Shasta. Oh, yes, there are. There are a lot of bass. And you know what? 
there's been multiple tournaments, um, especially within this last month. I have a buddy of mine who fishes, and he's a, a pro bass fisherman, and he's out there every day, and he, they're, they were biting pretty good. You know what mm-hmm. it seems like? When we have those days that are kind of overcast, yeah. um, those are the best days to get out there. Um, you know, it's great. We want the sun. We want the sun, too. But, you know, we want rain. We want sun. We want mm-hmm. both. <laughs> well, we could use some rain. Yeah, anyway, Shasta's right just an incredible fishery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to ask you if you fish there, Mark. I, I fish there many times. You know, this is the time of year that perfect time of year to take your mother, father, brother, sister, cousin, even if they have never fished before in their life. I mean, you could take them out there, and they're guaranteed, I mean, on a horrible day to catch 10 fish. Oh, okay. <laughs> and 10 fish would be, uh, uh, in my opinion, would be a horrible day. A decent day on the Lake Shasta this time of year is probably 100 bass. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to go, we're gonna have to I mean, go with crazy. you. It's, it's like... There's not probably not 15 minutes goes by without a little bit of action. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hmm. it is the truth. You know, like I was saying, my buddy, my buddy of mine, he's, uh, you know, he's a pro and he goes in all the tournaments. And he was just in one uh, the weekend before last, and he caught a seven pounder. And usually he gets, you know, pretty high up there, and you can win some good money. And they bite constantly. It's just a matter of hooking them. Wow. Well, uh, between the two of you, have any any comments on people that are heading that direction? Do you just go out in the middle of the lake and? Put a worm on, or what do you do? <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the fish are going to be probably okay. close off the main lake in the, in the small coves, mm-hmm. probably back in the coves. And, and the best, the easiest way to catch them um, is using like a Yamamoto Senko, either like a 3-inch, 5-inch, mm-hmm. uh, wacky rigged or Texas rig, weightless. You can mm-hmm. throw because the fish are going to be it's pretty shallow mm-hmm. from, you know, from 5 to 20 feet. Or that, or, you know, you can throw almost any worm you want out there. Morning Dawn is usually a good color there at Shasta. That's kind of a, a pink, pinkish color. So, really, soft plastics is the way to go if you want to catch a bunch of fish there. So and There you go, Heather. really good. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, we appreciate that very much, and we'll ask you for a phone number, but nobody's going to write it down anyway. But they can always come back and listen uh, to the number on uh, fishtalkradio.com. So go ahead and give it to them. Are you referring to the, uh, the our phone number here directly? To reach you, yeah, to reach you. All right, it is uh, 530-275-8113. Okay, and again, if you didn't get that, just go back to the website and listen to it. Heather, thank you so much. That was Thanks, very Heather. exciting. And I'm, uh, I, I miss it. I want to get back up there. Thanks a lot. And Mark, you stay tuned because we're going to take a, just a quick break, and we're going to be right back. Heather, thank you again, and we'll be uh, uh, coming right back. We would like to make sure that you do go to Fish talkradio.com. You can listen to this show and any previous ones real easy just by listening, uh, by going to tune in and pick the one that you want. Okay, we'll be right back with you. Mark, we'll be right back with you. Stay tuned.
The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in the studio. Having a lot of fun with Mark Lassane from BassAnglerMag.com. And we have the pleasure of uh, Clay Norris. Excuse me. We have the, <laughs> this is a different one. We have the pleasure of Rick Hauser from Suzuki Marine on the line with us. A lot of information. And Mark, we could talk all day about bass angling, but outboard motors, you know, to me, that's something that most people don't know enough about, you know, and uh, let's, let's kind of start off because you enjoy bass fishing. So maybe that, uh, uh, it could be that Rick has some information for us about powering your, uh, bass boat 
Rick, I, I imagine you could probably tell us a lot, but you know, us fast boat guys, we want to go fast. We need to get there and get back. You know, we we want to fish, so we really don't want to spend a long time getting there. So that's why we need that big horsepower and and want to get to the spot. Yep. Yeah, that's one of the reasons that Suzuki introduced a a two fifty SS a couple of years ago. It's a it's a, a a big high performance four stroke. It's built on a four liter block, so it's got lots of displacement, lots of lots of good power for that hole shot that I know you bass guys really like. You know, when that hammer goes down, you want that nose to come out of the water, and you want to start scooting across the top. So. Exactly. You know, lots of lots of power, uh, and the the advantage of this is that you've got a you've got a four stroke power head, so so it's a it's a little quieter. The fuel efficiency is a little bit better, and uh, you know it's a it's I think it's kind of where the where the market is heading now. Suzuki was the first, and I know uh, I know Yamaha's come out now with a with a line of four strokes as well. So seems to be that uh, so you guys were the first ones to come out with a a, a high powered four stroke the high the high performance four stroke yeah we were uh, we took the took that four liter block that we had in our uh, in our 300 horse and uh and rigged it on a you know put it on a 20 inch 20 inch shaft and uh, strapped it on the back of a bass boat and and uh, the rest is history this year <laughs> we've got uh this year we've got Brandon Card uh who's a a pro fisherman uh, running a, a Triton with a Suzuki 250 on the. He's fishing the the uh, Bassmaster Elite Circuit and uh, fishing a lot of the Bass Open tournaments this year. And uh, he's having a real successful season, having a great time. So uh, yeah, I think you guys had that boat at the Bassmaster Classic. Yeah, that's right. We that did. was a beautifully wrapped boat. I think it was a carbon like a carbon fiber wrap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did a really nice job on the wrap on that. The other really, thing we yeah, had I was looking. The, I was looking at that so sweet was, boat uh, and, and engine yeah. setup. Well, personally, I I think that uh, uh, bass anglers uh, they probably uh, enjoy the speed, and that's you know, yeah, you want to get there first, but you know, they they really uh, when they like you said when they put the hammer down, they love to fly across that lake. Of course, when they get there, they'll make ten casts and go up, oh, not here, and then they turn around and go 180 degrees where they came from. But they got to hurry up and get back. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but whatever the reason is, they're sure a lot of fun. And of course, you know the fun getting good mileage and having it where you hear the wind instead of the motor. Yeah, yeah. One of the things Suzuki's doing too. They're introducing uh, just in a couple of weeks. We're getting ready to introduce two new bass motors. Uh, uh, oh, nice. 115 SS and a 150 SS. So that'll give the guys that uh, that don't have the you know the big 18, 20, 22 foot rigs something that they can strap on that'll be uh, that'll be a runner as well. So we're we're hoping that uh, that guys with uh, smaller boats and kind of a little more practical setup will still be able to take advantage of some of the speed and performance of these new four strokes just on a little bit smaller rig. Mm-hmm. Well, how is the how is the weight on the four strokes compared to to like the two strokes? You know the weight on four strokes is really coming down. I know that that was one of the concerns when four strokes first hit the market that they were going to be so much heavier than the uh, than the two strokes that they replaced. But it turns out now that four strokes are really pretty much comparable in weight to to what you find on a two stroke. So so the you know it's 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 more and more a. a a matter of uh, you know 
which way do you want to go? It's mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of almost become a personal preference now rather than than anything as black and white as well. These weigh a lot less, or you know these these you know you got to change the oil on these versus inject the oil on these. It's those kind of things are kind of you know hey whatever you're used to whatever you want you can go that way. But uh, yeah, we but, think the ma- I think the maintenance is going to be is less. You know, I mean you still have to maintain a two stroke, four strokes you have to change the oil, but you know, you don't have to add the oil in, and you know, I mean, oil is what thirty bucks a gallon now, I believe, yeah, 30, for yeah, for the good two-stroke mm-hmm. oil. And oh, yeah, I haven't even thought about that. That's true. Uh, yeah. but, Rick, you mentioned about the motors that you're coming out to power some of the bass boats that might be a little bit smaller. But while we're on that subject, let's kind of get an idea about what you recommend to put on boats. Now, most manufacturers have a have a recommendation as to how much uh, you know how much horsepower they think is safe. But can you give us some ideas on uh, people that are either buying boats or more than likely repowering a boat? Because um, you know a boat that if it's made well can be in great shape after ten years, and you might want to instead of uh, you know going out and buying a new boat is just repower it. So give us some some tips on that. Yeah, that's that's a really important point, especially for all those guys that have spent years getting their boat tricked out just the way they want it with electronics and rod holders here and there and and lights and everything. Being able to replace the power is a is a real sweet option. Uh, you know, boats are all rated by the Coast Guard for horsepower, so you have to kind of look at that as a as a you know the absolute max that you can go. But that being said, you know everybody that's making outboards is going to give you a range to choose from for example if you if your boat is rated for 250 horsepower you know you can buy a suzuki 250 but suzuki also has a 225 and a 200 so you might you might look at that and say hey you know if i want to give up a little bit of top end speed but pick up a little bit of fuel economy you know you might be able to drop down in horsepower a little bit and still get still get good performance out of your boat but by changing by changing the operating parameters just a little bit you might be able to 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 really enjoy some some efficiencies in terms of in terms of gas mileage uh so those so those are some things to to really look at you know going down a little bit in horsepower yeah you might even might even save a thousand dollars on the cost of the engine you could say it might be more than that Mm -hmm. uh especially if you can move down you know uh you know, some of the new motors, like, for example, your boat's rated for 150. Suzuki's got a 140 that's uh, a good deal less expensive than the 150. So hmm. that's a that's a real good option there to, to be able to just, you know, trade down a little bit in terms of horsepower, maintain your performance, get better fuel economy, and save some cash on the new motors. Okay. Well, when it comes to re- repowering... Um, I, I I would suspect that it's probably it may be something that people could do themselves, but you probably don't want to. Do you want to comment on that, and then um, how it's done, and, and who you recommend do it? I would I would I would always suggest that you go that you work with one of the authorized dealers. You know, Suzuki's got got dealers that that know the motors and they know the installation procedures. Uh, you know, chances are, if you're if you're going from an older boat to a newer boat, you might want to take a look at replacing uh, your control cables, and you might want to take a look at maybe upgrading from a cable steering system to a hydraulic steering system. Mm, for sure. So, so there are all kinds of uh, all kinds of things that you that go into this decision, and and uh, 
you know, on the other part of it is just, you know, being able to get a motor on and off of a of a boat anymore is uh, you know you need a you need the right equipment to be mm-hmm. able to do that. So well, I'm just wondering, can you buy um, from pretty much from anybody a brand new outboard uh, other than from a, a authorized uh, distributor? You know, I, the only thing I would think of is if you if you were going to buy from some, somebody just you know just a just a private party. But okay, if you're going right. to buy if you're going to mm-hmm. buy a new bo- if you're going right. to buy a new motor, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to you're going to oh, yeah. be buying from a. Right. From a yeah, and then you get the the uh, obviously the warranty and the rest of it goes with it. Yep, yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, most companies offer uh, offer a two or three year warranty. Suzuki offers a offers a three year standard limited warranty. And I know right now, if you buy a if you buy a new Suzuki outboard between now and the first of June, or the, I'm sorry, the thirtieth of June, end mm-hmm. of the month, actually, mm-hmm. Suzuki is throwing in their three year extended protection plan at no additional charge. So. You can get six years of protection for uh, for free. Wow. So that, that wow, that's a, a pretty that's good a pretty, deal. That's a pretty good deal right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, and that's it, it. It's just it's done by time. It's not done by hours or anything. Right. Right. It's just a, it's just a, you know six years from the date of purchase. So wow. Yeah, we call it our Gimme Six program. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. And for somebody like Mark that uses this boat a lot, that's probably mean that that probably means a whole lot. Yeah, it does. There's no odometers on the boat, so I mean, if there's an odometer on my boat, it'd probably be wound up pretty high. Yeah. So you know, the, having an extra few mm-hmm. years is really a big deal. Okay. Well, uh, just real quick, a couple of questions for you, um, Rick. When you're when you're when you're on a bass boat and you're going full speed from one side to the other, that's what you got to do. But do you have any tips on what RPMs you should try and be looking at if you're looking for? Uh, fuel efficiency and you know maybe longevity of the engine and that type of thing. Yeah, we we test a lot of boats in the course of uh, in the course of every year, and it seems to me like I usually find uh, there's kind of a sweet spot someplace on every boat that's between three thousand and four thousand RPM. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good cruising speed, and that's giving you your maximum fuel economy. So. Uh, if you're not racing back to to make it in by uh, yeah by the right. by the deadline, right. uh, you know, okay. and, and you can you can okay. you can set that motor in around Perfect. three four thousand okay. rpm, and we'll we'll, that, we'll do that. And unfortunately, here we are again, Rick. We're out of time, so we're going to have to bring you back and find out more about uh, Suzuki Marine. Uh, we certainly recommend it. Uh, go down and see your local dealer, Mark. We appreciate having you on, Rick. Thank you very much. You are listening Thanks, Rick. to. Fish Talk Radio, go to fishtalkradio.com and you can hear us all again. Are you ready for a whale watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year. And there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring the whole family for an unforgettable whale watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. 
Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040, 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara, Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. So you're covered in sand up to your waist thanks to the excessive digging of two very ambitious children and you think, wait, did I lock my Impala back in the parking lot? And normally you'd just sit and stew about it. But you live in a time when an OnStar app lets you control your car from nearly anywhere in your world like it's some extremely remote control car, which it kind of is. So you tap the icon that zaps a signal that says to your car, boop, here's a signal to flip the mechanism that locks the door that sends a signal back to your phone to say, yes, your car is now safely locked. And you gotta wonder about the guy walking by when it happens. He's like, wow. And you're like, wow. And if you slow your brain for just a nanosecond, you realize just how amazing modern technology really is. All because you drive a Chevrolet Impala connected by OnStar. For details, availability, and system limitations, visit OnStar.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 mpg highway based on V6 4x2. I got out my shovel and went out to dig some bait. Got a pail Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan on the line with Mark Lassane from BassAnglerMag.com. And we've been having a lot of fun, Mark. Just uh, very interesting. And unfortunately, we need about two or three hours to cover some of these you things. Do a breach. You know, each mm-hmm. person, each topic, you, know, mm-hmm. you run out of time really quick. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, you know, I wanted to talk about a little something different. You know, each with each issue of Bass Angler, we've been uh, uh, interviewing Mike Iconelli. And, you know, we got with Mike and we said, hey, we want to do something different in every issue than, than you've ever done before, you know, ever worked with you know, any other magazine or anybody like that. And so for, for the issue coming up, the summer issue's coming up, and we got with Mike and we said, you know, let's, let's talk about something different. And he said, you know, here's what I do in the, in the summer, you know, after the fish have spawned, which some areas of the country are like this, and, you know, some of them are still frozen over. But so if it's in the southern parts of the country, it's, it's, you know, getting to be like this now. He said, I fished for what's called ghost fish. And we're like, ghost fish? Wow, that's cool. And what that is is that you'll find a big, expansive flat on a clearwater lake, and certain parts of that flat will have little, teeny dark spots, like a little silted spot or maybe a real low stump. And what you'll do is go down the bank and you'll look for these dark spots. And that's where these bigger-than-average bass will hang out, smallmouth, spotted bass, and largemouth. So, and he uses a couple different techniques, you know, to, to catch them. One is, one is top water, like uh, Rapala uh, Skitter Pop. 
and then he uses uh, like a, a Berkeley tube and then a little small Berkeley swim bait. So and he'll go down and, and you won't you really won't see the fish, but all you'll see is a little dark spot and it'll be way off in the distance. You have a really have, have to have a really good pair of polarized glasses so you can see it and you'll see that dark spot and you cast up to it, make a couple casts, maybe with a top water and a swim bait, and then throw the tube on it. And you'd just be surprised at how many fish you can get from those little dark spots that you never would have even thought to fish or even thought there was a fish there. And, you know, if you would never even see that fish. If you come up on that fish, that fish will be long gone before you even get there. So you hmm. want to cast to it way well before you even get to that spot. So okay. it works really so do you want to Do you, you want to come down to it, or can you be uh, uh, downstream from it? Well, it's a it's a lake, so there's no there's no, really okay. no mm-hmm. current, not mm-hmm. much current. You're just kind of going down the bank, and it's going to say uh, be be between two and eight foot of water, depending on the visibility. And you're just going to go along with your trolling motor and your bass boat, or you can walk along the bank if you like. And you're just going to look for a dark spot in the bottom of the bottom okay. of the water. And, and it, would that be because of the uh, their structure, or because it's just calm water, or it's an eddy, or what? What would you? Why would it be? It's going to be. There's, there's going to be something down there that's caused that dark spot. You oh, know, okay. May have been uh, a fish spawned there earlier in the year and made oh. a little, you know, dark spot in the bottom, or it could be a stump, hmm. or you know, it could be a little silt on the bottom, or just you know, the wind and waves wash things away and changes the bottom composition a little bit. So that's all you're looking for is just something a little bit different, you know. And that dark spot may have be a couple inches deeper and it's just somewhere okay. to really hold hold a, well, a lo- extra large mark fish. that sounds like a great tip would you do me a favor uh why don't you go to facebook and post that it'd be a great tip uh and go to uh, uh fish talk radio facebook because we want to see if we can get some experts like you give us some little tips and that sounds like that'd be a good one okay all right i'll go okay. put a little tip on there for you there you go that. okay if you want to read the whole story you sign okay. up to bass angler mag and and uh, it'll be in the summer issue edition. edition okay, coming and that's out. coming out uh, when, next month? It'll come out in uh, the end of May. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, the middle of June it'll be out, okay. and we'll be mail- mailing it out then. Great. And then, of course, you can always check in online, get a lot of information, and maybe get to tell them that, uh, that you listen to us on the radio, and I'll, I'll buy you a subscription if you're the first one to call in. You are listening. There you, you There you go. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you very much, Mark. We appreciate you coming on, and we'll talk to you real soon. And make sure you like us on Facebook. Thank you, Mark. I'll tell you why I can't find it. Every time I go out to your place, you gone fishing. Ah, you know. But there's a sign upon your door. Ah. Gone fishing.